Hey everyone. I am practicing just going to, I'm just going to press record on this Holistic Hearts Deep Waters episode. If you've been listening the last couple weeks, I'm inviting you into deep waters. And what does that look like? So we've talked about dream interpretation, which was so cool. I've actually heard some amazing feedback, how God has come and really encountered you in your dreams. I love Margot's confidence in her prayer that God was going to answer our prayer that you would dream and dream big, and it would be a time of exploration and a a time for just connection with him and intimacy with him. And before that, I was just kind of doing an overlay of what we're going to be diving into, pun intended, over the next who knows how long, however long the Lord leads me in this conversation. And I wanted to sit down today and I actually didn't write any notes. And if you know me, I'm a podcast coach. And so I'm very adamant about at least having an at, uh, some sort of an outline for each episode. And I just felt like I needed to press record without too much preparation. Don't get me wrong. I have been preparing for this one for over a decade <laughs> and just wanted to really connect heart to heart with you. And so with all of that, I just ask Holy Spirit, you would be with whoever is listening. Lord, let this draw them closer to you. Let this conversation today bless them. Let it open their eyes to see that you are so much more than we could ever ask for. Lord, we ask for the more. We ask for a fresh filling of your Holy Spirit. We ask that you would encounter our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. I also want to just shout out to a listener, Lindsay. Thank you so much for sharing this podcast with your clients. I was blessed so much yesterday. She sent me a text saying, I've just prescribed this to one of my my patients. <laughs> she prescribed the podcast, which is like one of the biggest honors and compliments. And I give it all back to Jesus because it is truly him who allows me to continue to use my voice, use my mouth to bring testimony to him. So today I really am just going to share part of my story, part of our family story, and really encouraging you to ask for more. And I'm doing this because over the next few weeks, we're going to talk about spiritual giftings. We're going to talk about spiritual warfare. We're going to talk about prayer. We're going to talk about fasting. We might even talk about speaking in tongues. And I know for some of us who grew up maybe in churches or in a culture that some of these things were woo-woo. Maybe they were that church down the street did it, or maybe you were even in a church that abused the gifts of the Spirit. And to that, I just want to encourage you to, to go to Jesus. Remember, if you go back and you listen to my first year of Holistic Hearts, I really, the main theme was, I want you to connect face-to-face with Jesus. And I hope that that continues through even in years to come, that we always go back to Jesus. It is Jesus who we are, who, who, that is who we're after. That is the ultimate goal is Jesus. 
is face-to-face time with him and bringing glory to him. So I just, I want to put that out there. This is not a theological discussion. This is not, um, I don't know. I just, I, I say all that carefully and I also say it very boldly that he's inviting us into more and he's inviting the church into more of experiencing of him. And I have been doing some deep dive into this deep waters conversation because I wanted to bring well thought out, well educated, well read, just backing, scriptural backing, all of those things. And so just know I I am doing my best. I feel like the Lord is beckoning us to experience him and go deeper. Go, uh, you know, that quote of C.S. Lewis, that go deeper in and further, further up and further in. I can't remember the exact quote. So with all of that said, I want to share with you back in 2013, I was at a place of big desperation. I was serving on the MOPS ministry team. I was doing a Bible study. I also was a young mom of four kids under the age of, I believe at that time, let's see, my youngest were three. So I had a three-year-old, a five-year-old, and a seven-year-old. And we also had some pretty intense things going on in our family. Financially, it was rough. We were just barely getting by. I mean, talk about a season of God showing up over and over again. Like we would come home and there would be a basket of food on our, on our front porch from somebody anonymous or a check underneath our doormat to pay our utilities bill. It was just so crazy how this was all happening. So in this season, I was very much hungry. I was so thirsty for more of who Jesus was. And I know you guys have heard me share some of this story, especially back in that first year of Holistic Hearts. But I want to share something a little bit deeper. So one of the things that the Lord started doing was he would speak to me in pictures. And so I'd write in my journal little moments of what I, I was just kind of poetically kind of having a conversation with him in my mind. And I remember one night just being in tears. I had a big autoimmune flare ups that I could barely sleep. My, my son wasn't sleeping. There was some other health stuff going on. Again, like the financial issues, there was just a lot of anxiety producing chaos in our life. And despite the many people that were around us, I just was so hungry. And after one particular night, I remember waking up after maybe like an hour of sleep and it was still dark. I went downstairs and the picture that Holy Spirit gave me was that I was like face down on the floor. Like I had just gotten punched across the mouth and, you know, like in my mind, my, there's blood dripping out of my mouth. I'm face down on the ground and I can sense a, just a heaviness and a darkness over me whispering 
stay down. And almost immediately in my heart, I heard the Lord, get up, get up. And in my mind, and what I journaled out was I'm standing back up, wiping my mouth and taking a deep breath. Now that was a powerful moment for me. I had no idea what that was called. (laughs) Um, Come to find out later, that was a, just a word from Jesus that was using a prophetic gifting. And we're going to talk about all of these things as we continue to enter into these conversations the next few weeks. But at that point, I really was asking, and I, I've had, I've had the Lord answer many times people to come into my life to teach me. And I had many, many teachers in that season. One being Jenny, who's been on this podcast many, many times talking about who the Holy Spirit was. And again, a retreat that we, Joshua and I were very invested in for many, many years that was pivotal in our lives. But there were also other people around us that came alongside us and gave us strength when we were really, really struggling. And one gal in particular, (laughs) this is a a God wink moment. And again, when I write my book about you can't make this stuff up, it's going to go in there. So I went and I, I had a gift of a massage, I believe from my mom. And I go and I lay down on the table and this lady starts giving me a massage. And I'm thinking, wow, I almost feel like the love of God right here in my head. I'm thinking that. So I'm just quiet. She ends up opening up and says, are you a believer? And I said, yes. And she said, I can totally tell. Now, number one, I was like, wait, what, (laughs) what are you talking about? (laughs) And she was like, you, the Holy Spirit is on you. And I was a baby to understanding Holy Spirit. I knew Jesus was with me. I knew the Father was with me. And Holy Spirit was, you know, revealing himself to me more than ever. And so it it just kind of like, I don't know, stoked the flame of like, wow, that's pretty cool. So we end up start talking. And she says to me, I would love to meet with you. And just to have a conversation with you, I would love to help you in understanding to hear the voice of God. And I was like, wow, sure. So we ended up meeting for coffee a few times and she sat with me and was like, Kristen, you you know that you can like walk into the grocery store and he's as intimate as that where you say, okay, Jesus, lead me to the foods that you want my family to eat. Now, since then, I don't think that he really does care at all. Like he's it's just like a parent. He's not going to be like, yep, go this way, go this way, go this way, go this way. He trusts us to make decisions, right? I, I, that's what I believe. So, however, it was so fun to experience in that capacity, the understanding of using this gift of communicating with the Holy Spirit all day long. And so I started to practice. It was that walking into the grocery store, asking, you know, which way I should go, what food should my family eat? And it just was such a cool experience to start opening my eyes to that deeper waters. 
another friend that came along was somebody that I flew out to home to Georgia and I was putting on a doTERRA party (laughs) at my brother's house and their neighbor came to the doTERRA party. Well, by the end of the doTERRA party, my brother introduces me to his neighbor and he introduces us and we immediately are like connected, like, oh my goodness, I feel like spiritually we are sisters. (laughs) And we end up talking until three in the morning about what it looks like to step into understanding the spirit realm. And again, we're going to dive deeper into this conversation, but it was the first time that somebody opened my eyes to a whole different level of living from the spirit and actually what that looked like. And so this particular woman, she could see in the supernatural. So this is called a a seer. And so they can see angelic, they can see demonic. And, and it's really such a powerful gift because it can sound scary from the get go. However, when God is in charge or he has sanctified this gift, it can be so incredibly powerful. And so from that day on, this woman and I became spiritual battle partners. I began to see that the spiritual battle was very, very, very real. And I could see it over our house. I could see it over my children. And so we started to diligently pray, pray over our family, breaking off spiritual chains, breaking off generational curses, all of these things. Now, what I will say is I share this cautiously because in what I've learned in the last 10 years is that our God has already set us free. Isaiah 61 talks about he has come to set the prisoners free. And I truly 100% believe that. And there is beauty in being able to partner with God to say yes and amen. And we come into agreement with that. And there's freedom in knowing that Jesus is the one who is carrying the burden. He is the one carrying the burden. Sometimes he asks us to carry the load which is different than a burden. We have things that we have to walk through. And I truly believe that we walk through that season of our life with the intention of growing us deeper into our faith and deepening our roots. Now in that season of spiritual battle, of learning what it looks like to actually in the spirit, take up my sword of the spirit to put on the armor of God of Ephesians 6, that was a game changer for us. That was when Jesus got real in our household. That was a time of worship and declaring kingdom in our house. So can you imagine my little, my seven-year-old daughter, my three younger boys, we're all just staking claim over our house and all of the people that we are his and his alone. And there is nothing outside of the kingdom of God that that could penetrate our house. 
Now I could tell you some very bizarre, weird stories. We lived in a house that was very much had some things going on in there. And so this spiritual battle partner with me, she helped lead us through, through many, many battles that resulted in huge freedom, like huge freedom. So I'm going to share this one little instant. So one night, one of the things was we were figuring out that there was a lot spiritually going on in our house because my son couldn't sleep. He was just absolutely terrified. And the only way he would sleep is if I read the Bible out loud or if he was right next to me. And so one particular prayer time was, okay, we're, we're taking back the territory of this house to the kingdom of heaven. And so we get all the kids on board. We're all putting our armor on. And there was a particular closet that my kids did not like. And it did feel totally eerie. I can't explain it other than it just felt demonic and heavy. And we, we duked it out. We put on our armor. We fought for it. That whole verse on we do not battle flesh and blood, but against principalities And uh, that whole verse was very real to us in that season. So then we wake up the next morning after this very intentional night of praying for our house, our family, all that. And one of my sons wakes up in the morning. I'm doing dishes in the kitchen downstairs. He comes toddling downstairs. He walks right outside onto our front porch our front door was wide open, letting the fresh air come in. And I'm like, huh, that's interesting. And so like, he didn't even come in the kitchen. And so I, I put down my dishes and I go out and I sit next to the little Adirondack chairs right next to each other and sit next to him. And I'm like, how was your sleep, buddy? Did you sleep? Okay. And he was like, Jesus was in my closet. (laughs) And I was like, I'm sorry, what? And he was like, Jesus was in my closet. And I was like, well, that's cool. And just thought, wow, that's incredible. And I love that he's picturing that, that Jesus was in this room that we just battled over. And now he's sitting in the closet and how much that spoke to my son. And so I, I get up, I'm, I go back into the kitchen he gets up and he starts walking off of our porch into our front yard, which we lived in a sort of city area. And so I'm like, Hey buddy, where are you going? Cause I can see him while I'm in the kitchen. And he's like, Oh, I'm going on a walk with Jesus. And <laughs> I like ran after him. I was like, no, you're not. Um, Jesus, you gotta stay right here <laughs> in this little area. And it just made me giggle just the willingness of him to want to go and walk with Jesus and not on anything I said, but it was a prompting in his own spirit. Then I get a text from my spiritual battle partner. She lives, you know, 2000 miles away. And she texts me right away in the morning and she says, good morning. I hope everyone slept well. I just wanted to let you know, I can picture Jesus right now, he's sitting in the closet of the kid's room. 
no joke. I was like, what in the world is happening right now? <laughs> like this stuff is real. I, that's really like, honestly, what I it just has felt like that over and over and over again, where God has shown himself to be very real. And to not only have my sweet little boy have a childlike faith and see him, and at the same time, have another person across the country who is praying on our behalf, send a text without talking to me beforehand and saying, hey, I just want you to know that I see Jesus sitting in the closet. There's freedom now. And there absolutely was. Now, the beauty in that is that he cares and he's in the deep, deep battles. He's in the deeper spiritual battles that we know nothing of. And he allows us to enter into some of those things so that we can grow. I will tell you, my faith grew exponentially that day. And in my kids as well, it spoke to all of us and to Joshua. It was, it was the start of this, you cannot make this up. And we have so many stories of this, of so many times when the enemy has come against my kids and yet God has been faithful. You guys have heard that story of Sawyer falling through the fire pole floorboard at the fire station and him being okay. That's just one story <laughs> among many. And so many that it is, it is so beautiful to do this life and to see that the invitation for more is there. And sometimes he calls us to take up our arms and to go fight in the battle. And sometimes he lets us sit back and take a rest, right? Just like Elijah, when he went and he had to go sleep, eat, sleep, eat right? And rejuvenate. And then there are other times when it is our duty as moms of our family, of women of our family, and maybe there are men listening to, that we are called to stand and to break generational curses, to say no more torment, no more fear, no more anxiety. And there, those are beautiful times that we can live empowered by the Holy Spirit who is in, within us. And that is a calling into deep waters. So I just wanted to share that because there's so much more than just the physical. There's so much more available of experiencing the manifestation of Holy Spirit today. You guys, I have seen healings. I have watched Oh my gosh, just so many testimonies come to fruition because of bold prayers, courageous intercession through prayer and fasting. And I truly believe that there is a lightness and there is a peace in it all. I know for me, I, I want to wrap this up with this, is that even during that season of, you know, having a mentor that's, you know, telling me you can hear God and, and just the simple things like going into the store and you can ask him about things to pray for, for your kids. And then, you know, having another spiritual battle partner come in and 
who had the gift of seeing in the supernatural or into the spiritual realm and having her teach me how to battle on behalf of my family. And then also having a good friend of mine who was teaching me about the gentleness of the Holy Spirit. It was a beautiful interwoven thread of, of hope and empowerment and that we were not victims. We are not victims. We are victors because Jesus has died on the cross and everything comes back to him. The moment that we lose sight of that, if we get bogged down by, oh gosh, well, what, what, what does this spiritual thing mean? And oh gosh, yoga is evil. And, and like falling into that trap of do this, don't do this. That's evil. That's wrong. And I'm not talking about like, (laughs) I'm just talking about like people avoiding things because the potential of, of evil. Yes, there is. You don't do witchcraft. You don't do the things that he tells us to stay away from. But the beauty is, is that Holy Spirit can use all things and it is not heavy. He brings peace and power through meekness. Meekness is power under restraint and how beautiful that is. And the moment that we take our eyes off of Jesus and we focus on the thing or the spiritual battle instead of actually Jesus's face, we, we start to falter and we can trip over ourselves and Lord have mercy. Did I do that? I went into a season of gosh, total, total fear where it wasn't actually discernment anymore. It was just surrendering to fear over what my kids were watching, what room we walked in, the no yoga, all of those things. And maybe that's where you're at. And that is totally okay. But I know the Lord is so much bigger. Jesus is so much bigger. And there's so much freedom in knowing that Jesus conquers all, he redeems all, he restores all. I'm trying to figure out if there's anything else I want to say, because this is a really hard conversation for me to share publicly. It is a pearl of a journey of our family. And I know some of you, this might freak out, I know some of you, this might be empowering. I pray that it's all of you to know that God is within you and he has given you the voice to declare what is true over your family and that we are empowered, you guys. When we walk into, I I just keep thinking of, you know, like walking into, there was this one space that I would go into and I'd always wonder it was a shop that we current we always were in and it was a little bit new age it was a little bit natural hippie because we were very into natural health stuff still still am and <laughs> but when i would walk into that store i would feel like this heaviness and like oh my gosh am i doing wrong by being in here you guys i wish i could take my sweet little face back then and be like don't you know that the light that is in you walking into this shop is so much brighter. It is colorful. 
It is so much brighter than anything in comparison in that shop because Jesus is in me. He was not scared to walk into the hard places. He was not scared to walk into the dark places. And that is still convicting to me that don't we know our identity? Don't we know? And I hope you know what light you are. Any dark room you walk into, you are the light. Be the thermostat and not the thermometer. That was huge for me to understand. And it still is. Okay. So, this is very vulnerable. And I know that I know that I know that the Lord is calling me to enter into this space because we are hungry as a church to experience more of him. And I truly believe there is a spiritual battle going on. And I believe we have assignments of when to engage, when to disengage, when to fight for your family, when to speak life over your family. Well, speak life over your family every day. I don't do this perfectly. I am doing the best that I can. And I know that he's called you who are listening, who's listening to this right now to stand firm, to love deeply and to declare what's true. Okay. I'll talk to you next week and have a blessed day. Holy Spirit, anything that is not of you, Lord, I pray that it would fall away. Yes, Lord. Holy Spirit, go forth and bless this word. Bless the hearts that are listening to this. Let it multiply. Let it be fruit for them. Let them live in love and in an empowered place, Lord. We are on the offense. And I thank you because you died already on the cross. You have conquered even death. You have come to set the captives free. You have come to bring a crown of beauty instead of ashes. You have come to rebuild the ancient ruins. And we say yes and amen. And we give you our families. We give you our businesses. We give you our finances, our health, Lord, all of it. You are a kind God. You are a healer. You are a redeemer. You are, oh man, you are the hope giver. You are the victor. And we need you. In Jesus' name, amen.